What's up, what's up, what's going on? Welcome to Rap Cloud Official Interview with Shabor Art. Today we have a very special guest in the building. Man, I love your work, man. I don't even know, should I go through the resume? Lil TJ, mm. J.I., mm. <sighs> Mozzie, like the mm. list is long. I'm it's not crazy. even, uh, it's crazy. We're going to get into Jabari it. Jabari on the beats. What's up, my brother? How are you? Nice to meet you, Art. Nah, it's all good. It's all love, man. Um, let's, do, let's do the typical stuff, right? Let's yeah. get that out the way. Um, you're from Brooklyn. Yep. Born and raised. Yep. Talk about that experience. Um, all right. So I'm I'm coming from East New York. Um, I lived in East New York pretty much my whole life. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I, in terms of like influence on my work, um, honestly, I'm just now starting to get into like the music scene, like in East New York itself. You know, mm. which is uh really crazy. But I'm um, I'm appreciative. You know, uh, my position in the game has allowed me to like open doors. So now I'm gonna try to put the East back where it should be. Yeah, that's something I noticed about you, and I want to dive into that a little more when we get into the conversation. But uh, like you just said, you yeah. just started this. This is, what do you mean, like producing, or uh, how long have you been doing this? Mm. Yeah, so producing. Um, I started producing in 2018, so four years ago. Okay. Right? Um, yeah, bro, I'm I'm pretty pretty new. Like I, a lot of people usually have like a, a long like a lot of experience in this, and um. For, for a short amount of time in the game, I got pretty far. So it baffles it's not a lot luck. of people. It's not luck, though. You know, you, mm, you, everyone you says put your that. time in. It's not luck. I appreciate that, bro. In. Yeah, no. Nah, another thing I like about you, man, you dropped out of college. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a risk to take, especially, you know, when you're you you have a scholarship. Yeah. And you're in a position to two things, right? Make your parents happy. That's yep. that's the biggest part, right? For for black male yeah. or black nah, anyone yeah. Yeah. Uh, make your parents happy and just to do something more safe because that's what college is it's a safe route so what made you make that decision to drop out man it was actually a real tough decision um as a you you, you covered it pretty well all the reasons you said but um um on top of all that i was going to be like a first first generation college student too so mm. it was like it was a lot of pressure to like break the cycle of you know everybody not going to college and um to just pretty much say like i got it got the full scholarship and did everything I had to do and then still go, this is not what I want, was like crazy to people. Was that a conversation you had with your folks or was that just a you decision? Uh, Honestly, first time I'm saying this, um, I didn't even tell my parents like, or my mom and my grandma that I was um, failing school until Christmas break came (laughs) and a a letter came to my house saying like, yo, Jabari can't come back. He's failed. I'm like, oh, like, so, you know, and they were asking me questions like, yo, like, what happened and it was it was academic failure so i could come back but um you know my family at first was like yo you got to go to community college go right back and i'm like oh man like more college more 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 like it to me i just i just didn't like it man i couldn't do it but it was a real tough conversation to have with the folks they were just like what's wrong with you i can only imagine yeah. <laughs> yeah. so fast forward just a little bit fast forward uh you used to sample underground artists. Oh man that's how you kind of used to that's how you picked stuff that the momentum up that's uh, explain that all right, so um, when I first started making beats in 2018, like, I, of course, everyone who wants to produce wants to be one of the greats. Like of course. Timberland, whatever. Anything. Yeah, you know? So I was like, um, I didn't know where to start. You know, it's not like, you know where to start with this. So I'm like, all right, what do I do? So the first thing I did was just start replicating whatever was hot at the time. Um, I was just copying everything, like Playboy Cardi, everything like that. Um, and I just really wasn't leaving a mark. You know, like, I, I noticed really early on that there was nothing to differentiate differentiate me between other producers you know um 
And it quickly dawned on me like, yo, I, I got to do something different. So on top of all that pressure of not knowing what to do, like with my music, I dropped out of school. Everyone is like, oh my God, Jabari dropped out of school. He's a straight A student. Like what happened? And everyone's just looking and it was just so much pressure. So um, I thought copying was the right thing to do, but no. Um, 2019, um, I flipped. I, I remember, I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was, it was around the time I worked with J.I. Um, mm. I was I was blown up on YouTube because um I was flipping samples and nobody knew where I was getting them from. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, yo, bro, where are you getting these samples from? This is crazy. And I wasn't revealing it. But um I was I was literally going through like R and B pages and finding like artists that were just really unknown from like twenty sixteen or whatever. Wow. Finding a hook and flipping it. And I was like, yo, what if I flip this, turn it into a beat? And it was making some crazy joints, bro, like crazy, crazy joints. Um a lot of my work with Mozzie happened because of that, you know. So it was just this new this new technique that no everyone really goes back. Um, in the vault to sample And I yes. was like I'm, I was getting tired Of going back in the vault Finding samples Everybody's flipping I'm like I don't feel unique You know I really don't feel unique So um, I definitely found out um, Really quickly That it was working You know I was My YouTube blew up I started making crazy amounts of money I didn't mm -hmm. know what to do I was wilding um, <laughs> Or I was wilding But um, yeah it worked You know And I, and um, my whole style I just kept developing around that And then that led to me Working with J.I. And then Stunning Gambino And then everybody else Yeah A, a key word I just catch uh, Something you you said Unique yeah, and I want to stay there because with with Brooklyn sound, Brooklyn drill music being such a a staple right now, like for the sound, you right. decide to kind of not fall into that lane and, yeah. and, and and instead do your own thing on purpose. Um, explain that. Yeah, um, so like my transition into like the New York sound was another uh, even another chapter in this because. I had, at the point when I was flipping um, underground people and sampling them, I wasn't making, like, New York-style beats. I, like, I wasn't doing that. So then I was making more, like, Drake-ish, like, J. Cole type of really lyrical rap type things. And um, I was like, dang, I got to figure, figure out a way to transfer, like, what I'm doing into New York. And, like, I, I, I'm a producer from New York. I got to blow up in New York first, right? So um, the first the first attempt at me doing that was um, what used to uh, by J.I. Um, I pretty much took, took a sample... From like an uh, underground person again, flipped it and then it turned to used to. Wow. And I was like, all right. So I, I found a technique in that. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to explain it like in such a great detail, but I found in that like um, a, a technique. Like, my, I, I, the pockets that I was picking were different from what everybody was using in New York. And the, like you said, the predominant sound at the time was drill. It was drill, exactly. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, like, why, why put another burden on myself on top of every other burden and try to like, like my, my, my style didn't originate from me emulating people. Right. It originated from me, like Being finding original. my own thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and to me that the drill wave just seemed like I was, I would try to place myself in a category that's not me, you know? Was that hard? Like It was it extremely hard, bro. It was extremely, extremely hard because, um, you around people all day in Brooklyn, all they play is drill, all they play is this, that, and the third, exactly. you know? And you're like, ah, I don't like, it's really hard to break into a lot of circles, like, just off the strength of me not doing drill, you know? Exactly. So it was like a, just another burden. I'm like, wow, man, this is really hard. But as you see, everything kind of paid off in the in the long run. But, um, yeah, man, it was a real another tough decision I had to make at the very beginning of my career. Do you ever see yourself crossing over? Is that a... Yeah, um, yeah, actually, I've been, um, I've been working on some, some crazy drill joints. Um, I can't speak too much on it. I can't speak too much on it. But um, my first dip into that was um working with Busy Banks, you know. Okay. And I didn't see it coming because it was working with Stunner and then getting busy on that type of thing. So I was like, Whoa. yeah, but I think Stunner is still in your era, right? Yeah, Stunner yeah. is still definitely in my yeah. yeah. So it was weird to see Busy on that, but it, it showed me like, all right, boom. 
So I, I at least have somewhat of a formula where uh, somebody from the drilling can do something with me. So yeah. then, um, but now I've been working. Um, I, I just sent some stuff out recently to um Central C. So okay, we'll see what happens. That's hard. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. So. You signed a management deal. Yeah. How did you get linked up with um, G Star? G Star. How did you get linked up with them? Um. So crazy, crazy story. So I, I kind of somewhat knew, pretty much like the whole G Star team for a while, but like I didn't know in a way. So like in 2018, wow. when I was making like beats on YouTube, like one of the people, G Star wasn't a thing at the time, but one of the people that was a part of the G Star team, um, around that time, he found me on YouTube and um, shout out Carter, uh, yeah, <laughs> shout out Carter, where he um. He found my joints on YouTube. He thought I was really cool. And, you know, we chopped it up. He was a cool guy. Like, I always like to keep the relationships, like, more than just music. Like, yo, get some coffee, chill. Um, Genuine. Yeah. yeah. That's real shit. You know, fast forward, um, I want to say all the way to, like, 2019 when Nimi was starting to blow up. Um, I'm hanging out with some friends. And they're like, yo, you got to hear this kid. Like, J.I. Boom, boom. I'm like, all right. So they play Nimi. And I'm like, holy, like, yo, this kid is fire. Like, I was yeah. like, I got to work with him. So I, I started trying to figure out, like, how can I work with him? You know, so I had two routes that I didn't realize. The first route was through this big producer, shout out Palace. Um, he produced for the night by Pop Smoke. Shout out that guy. Um, he was working with Jazz a lot, but then Carter was really good friends with um one of Jazz's best friends, Apollo. Okay, yeah, shout out Apollo too. That's my guy. We got a lot of work, but um, yeah. So Carter was like, "Yo, like, I want to introduce you to like G Star." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "All right, cool," and um. I little did I know like that just that relationship that's like started in 2018 would develop into them like him introducing me to the G Star A and R, and then me producing Love in the Club and 20K and everything else like that. Um, but a- after that, everything pretty much flowed. I went to the uh, last no the first SOB show in New York that year I had, um, and I'll, I'll never forget this, bro. It was crazy. It was really really crazy. Um, everyone's trying to see him, of course, at the end of the show. Um, uh, P or uh, the role manager, um, he. Pull me to the side. He's like, yo, just wait. Everybody's rushing, trying to meet him. Boom, boom. I see everybody coming through. Yo, I'm seeing celebrities. I'm not even going to name drop, but I'm seeing celebrities <laughs> I always dream to work with. I was, celebrities fact, I dream yeah. to work. I'm like, wow, they're right here. Going down to meet him. Boom, chop it up, whatever. And at the end of the show, like, everyone's leaving. I'm like, damn, I'm really not going to get to see this dude? Like, that's right. crazy. Like, what? Um, he comes up. He's like, yo, you Jabari? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, bro. He knew? He knew? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, yo, bro. I, like, I didn't even know. I, I thought you were from Germany or something. I'm like, nah, bro. And then he was like, yo, bro, I've been dying to meet you. And then I was like, yo, me too. I've been dying to meet you. And then um, before, yeah, I, love. Yeah, before I even said anything, he, he called my photographer. He's like, yo, take a photo of us. Took photos and everything. I, I, I even asked, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. And um, we just became best friends after that. So. Nah, that's that's love. I was gonna yeah. ask. That's I mean, you're both signed to the same management. So yeah. is that why you're... you're most of his work is kind of like your production. Yeah, yeah, And, and how is it like working mm, with that's him? A good question. I'm going to be the first to talk about it here. Um, So our management, like the way our manager runs it is actually really crazy. He um, he built us a studio and he put us in a studio together. And wow. he his idea was like, yo, let's just keep everybody like together. In the house. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We all sit, we, we do everything together. We watch TV together. We smoke together. We talk about girls together. Crazy stuff. You know, everything. Reg- Y'all brothers. Reg- yeah, family. Every, yeah, everything. Reg- yeah. So, um, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I thought it was going to be like send stuff and mm-mm. it's like, no, nah, like y'all going to pretty much live together. Like yeah, everything you, you're going through in your life, y'all going to go through together and vice wow. versa. Yeah, it was crazy. So, um, man, it was just six months of just craziness. Like that was around the time everything was coming on. We were traveling and everything like that. So, um, yeah, th- that's just the way it pretty much runs. And we just come in, you know, whoever's there that day is whoever's there. Like I might go in and, um, Apollo's there 
or I might go in and jazz there, you know, and we just sit down, like, what you doing? We talk about our day, and then we cook up some stuff. Man, that's fine. Yeah, it's crazy. Man. You know, another thing that I really like about you, man, I know you blew your YouTube money early on. Oh, yeah, man. But as you, like, started to, like, you started to learn more and you started to grow, like, you're smart with your money. Like, you yeah. have a bunch of investments. Yeah. You have, like... A lot of people don't see it. have a restaurant in Miami. Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of people don't see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I partnered with my friend to start this uh fast fast casual uh, yeah. restaurant in Miami called Eat Jerk. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's booming right now. So, um, but that was just one of like many investments. I consider like a lot of things. I do investments. Um, I I started developing my own artist for like a year and a half now, and now he's going big and doing his thing. So, but happy what for that. made you want to do that? Because I feel like a lot of times brothers. Mm-hmm. And this is no knock, but a lot of brothers, once they get that money, yeah, you don't got the chain on. Nah, yeah, <laughs> you nah, know what I'm nah, saying? Yeah. The Ross, the the the, the wrist is not frozen. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you think smarter. Mm-hmm. Like so, what 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 instilled those kind of principles in you? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, funny to say, like my so I was raised by like my grandma, and mom. Um, oh, always the grandma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was um for real. Like there was a lot of humbling experiences growing up. You know, and I would spend a lot of time with my grandma. My grandma will always let me know, like, like yo, this, I don't want you to be like like this. I want you to be a humble, like, understanding, compassionate young man. Right. And um, every time I would always, like, deviate from that. Because there's so many, ch- like, where we come from, there's just so many other things telling you, like, don't be like that. You know? Like, don't be compassionate. Don't be understanding. Don't be genuine. Don't be all these things. Be everything else, you know? And every time I was about to swear, like, I always get mad. Cause I'm like, grandma, I, want, I wanted to be, like, bro, I wanted to be, I wanted to be out here in the streets. I wanted to be a gangster. Mm, all of that. And my grandma always go tell me no. Like I don't want you to be like that. I don't want you to think like that. Mm. And I, w- I would get so frustrated. But um, now that I'm like I'm still young, but now that I'm, I'm older, I, und- I really understand like why she instilled that in me because th- she's right. There's a lot of distractions, bro. There's a lot, you know. Especially in New York, there's a, <laughs> so many. And um, it's, to me, like I, I didn't really understand it like until recently. But I, I've come to understand like. I have a chance like not a lot of people get a chance or opportunity you know and on top of all of that like i did it like the opposite way the complete opposite way like nice. i got i got to the goal of going to college and doing that and then i said no so it was like all that i just compounded into like i gotta be humble like i really gotta be humble and i really gotta understand like i worked hard for this at the same time but yes. i always gotta make sure like wh- wherever i go i always gotta in those same values that got me to this point i got instilled because there was a lot of times i could have gave up and there's a lot of times i could have turned to like that and I didn't, so I always try to make sure that's known, you know. Nah, I like that, man. Yeah. I like that, and th- and that's what that's another thing I like about you is, like you're you are humble, like yeah. you, and you always find the better approach for things. Like you do such a good job of humanizing being a producer, because a lot yeah. of times people don't look look at producer as. Uh, a this, figure at all, yes. yeah, of any any kind, you know. And you just. You do a good job of making y'all look so, so human. Yeah. Why? Why? Why make yeah. that decision? Man, um, you know it's crazy. I get a lot of put. I'm glad you brought it up. Like the industry, I get a lot of pushback for it because it's like, yo, you're a producer. Like you shouldn't be saying anything. You should just be in a cut. Yeah. Computer, boom. And I was like, nah. Like, I my my goal when I got into this was I wanted to be like a metro. I wanted to be like a. I wanted to show people like what I'm what I'm making is important to me and it's even is impacting the world in an even bigger way. You know. Um, and I just never really wanted to like, like lose sight of that, you know. So I always made it my mission to show, like, yo, my brand is Jabari on the beat. Like Jabari on the beat is not just 
this. He's going to link this person, see this person, chop it up, and they're going to make something crazy, and that relationship is going to continue. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's it it's been blown up recently a lot because no one in New York, like in New York especially, like as you don't really see producers like fighting for respect, you know, like or really going out their way to go like, yo, I'm here too. Um, but yeah, I, I just always like my there was nothing with my grandma. I always I told her I wanted to create my own brand. I want her to be proud of me. I want her to be like, yo, this is my son or this is my grandson. Yeah, and I wouldn't have achieved that if I was just quiet and like trying to be out the way, like a lot of people do want me to. To do you know so how do you think she feel now you think she's proud man i was thinking about that hard i think about it hard a lot um yeah they my grip my, my parents always say they're proud of me now and um do they understand do they yeah. understand what you're doing yeah now that um i feel like recently it helped a lot like the little tj thing helped a lot because little tj is more like a commercial you hit my hair's name here and yeah, there you yeah. know so um it's one of my favorite songs by the way nah thank you bro for real <laughs> that for record real. is hard thank you um but yeah, that like my my mom tells me all the time. She's like, I, I that, that plaque that I, I put on my Instagram, like I gave it to her, and it kind of hit me like, wow, like this is crazy, bro. Like I could yeah. really, I really got something for like my work, and I'm able to give it to like the people that helped me get here, you know. So yeah, they told me they're proud of me all the time, but I'm I'm still having trouble like gripping it, you know. Yeah. I guess this is a part of growing up. Nah, but one thing you're not having trouble with, and I respect you so much about this, is yeah. you you pour a lot back into your community, of course. and you try to uplift. Everybody. Upcoming producers mm-hmm. or artists. Uh, that's not something that you see, especially in, in New York, right? Because nah. people, this is a grimy Super. place to live. Like, it's all about I, I, I. Uh, so why, why make, what makes you want to do that? Is that, is that because, you know, you understand the struggle of mm-hmm. the upcomers? Partially, yes. But then the second part of me is, um, honestly, a lot of, a lot of the places that I got into in the industry is because, um, like I work with people who weren't at, like for example Mozzie in 2019 wasn't like where he is right now where he just dropped the project with YG you know and I made it my mission to always have Mozzie work like I don't care like Mozzie I'm gonna give you everything I gave him as much as I could flooded him flooded him flooded him and you know he he, he always has looked out for me like I, I consider it planting a seed you know if you show someone kindness you just hope in return to pay it forward and Nine times out of ten, that's all everybody wants to see. Like everybody's just like, "Damn, this is a cold world." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a cold world, bro. It's a cold world, bro." But you'll be surprised. Like a lot of people, like me, coming in the room and lighting it up and showing you, like, "Yo, bro, not every, not everything is that cold." And a lot of people find comfort in seeing, like, what they that you know, because they don't see that. They don't see it. They don't see that. You know, so So you stand out more. Yep. So it paid off. Um, just to finish the Maz example, and as a result, he always puts me on his albums. Like even his album that's about to come out, he has another album coming out, a really big one me on i got like four crazy major cuts you know and it's all wow. because like at the beginning like i decided to sow the seeds and go yo i know right now people really not respecting you the way they should but i respect you yeah how do you feel about the one where uh he just dropped with yg now I, you know it's crazy i got a song with mozzie and yg and yeah. it's not on the project yeah. it's gonna be on the album right wow. yeah so but you're gonna hear that just the ep that just dropped mm-hmm. yeah. yeah a little ep but you're going to hear, like, it's crazy because even that song that I did with both of them, like, it's a New York, it's one of my New York joints. Yeah. Are you about the... Yeah, it's, it's going to go crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's going <laughs> to go crazy. the West Coast word, word. to the uh, I, East Coast. I'll be, hearing, I'll be listening to it all day, like, nah, I went crazy. But, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, just, crazy. I planted seeds, and, you know, I always believe, like, showing that kindness is, like, planting a seed. Like, that person is, like, wow, I really, I appreciate it. They're always going to remember that, you know, and they pay it forward. 
I think what a lot of people want to know is how did you get tapped in with these guys? Because you you've done work for Young Blue, yeah, uh, yeah. Mozzie, like we said, Lil, Lil TJ, like we said. Like, how did you get tapped in with the, with these guys? Because these are not like ordinary guys, mm -hmm. right? So um, how did you? Is it through your management company or is it your own doing? Nah, so um, I I, fought, I built a lot of relationships up um myself actually when my YouTube first blew up um. A lot of ARs and managers of the sorts hit me up, and there was just a, also a lot of footwork. Um, like, I, w I was I would really travel. I'm a big I'm a big person on like traveling and seeing. So I was getting offers at that time for signings and deals of all kinds. So I would I would go meet like fly out with these people. They would show me around and introduce me to everybody. Um, and I was just building crazy relationships, bro. Like crazy. Like, um, that's how I got um. Shout out to Alicia. She's a songwriter at Rock Nation. Okay. Um, but that relationship came came about for me. Um, you know, just going out out there to Miami, working with her in person, and building that relationship. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say most of my big placements come from me building that relationship and that person, like in the future, going like, "Yo, Jabari, I remember you. You, you show me genuine love. Like, send me something. I got this big project right now. This two big artists in the studio. I need something right now. And I'm like, I got you. Send it over." And they always look out for me, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I had this conversation with a producer, um, um, my guy Jordy, hmm. Jordy, uh, Dominican guy. But he told me, and I want to, I want to get your perspective. He yeah. told me the the little Dirk, the little TJ type beats mm -hmm. are much easier to to produce versus mm -hmm. like something with with more, I guess. What more eight oh eights? Like, is that true? So honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this again. Um, so that sound that like I, I I always tell people this like I pioneered that shit. Like the first the first instance of that sound came from Twenty K, mm -hmm. the song with Jay, you know. And of course, it's been like blown up, you know. Like now yeah. we got shit like Stunning Gambino, Demons, you know, seven million views, ah, crazy, hard yeah, record, you know. Man. But but all the producers will, will definitely tell you like, yo, it was based on that first instance that I did with Twenty K, and that yeah. came about because. Bro, when I first got to G Star, I didn't have a style, and I'm like, I'm in the studio with Ji every day. I don't know how to like how the hell to make his type of music or his his type of sound. Like, I gotta do something. <laughs> I gotta yeah. do something. So I sat down and like, bro, I just created something out of nowhere. Like, 20k was just like me trying to do whatever I knew how to do, like in a New York way, and um, it went crazy. Like everyone just started doing it. Tom's everything. It it, it got really really crazy, you know. And now I'm glad it's flourishing. But I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily easier. I would say I, I did a good job of documenting like how it was done, and I'm also really gen, gen, like generous in sharing. Um, so I, I've definitely like showed people like how, what I do. I've definitely sent people like the exact sounds that I use and things like that. So um, yeah, of course now that now that everyone's using it, yeah, definitely I would say yeah. of course. But um, I always try to look at every every sound equally, you know, mm -hmm. because you never know like when when sound is going to be hot and when you know you always got to respect each sound with the same amount of respect. Cause there was there was a point in time when drill was crazy, and now there's a point in time where you see melodic is starting to make a rise back. So I always try to treat it with mutual respect, you know, because you never know you got to tap into it. Exactly, man. And man, you you went through a lot uh, during your younger years, um, and this this yeah, I don't crazy. know how open you are with this conversation, nah, but if we want to talk about it. Uh, please do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you had been through depression. Yeah, it was bad, you were bro. Hospitalized. I could a walk you through times. all of that. Yeah, man. Yeah, go ahead, man. Um, so, all right. In high school, um, I was a straight A student. Like, I'm, I'm gonna be real. Like, I was one of those 4.0 GPA guys. 
Um, but I, I really didn't understand like a lot about myself. Um, mm. as much as I do now, like now I feel like I'm I'm happier with, with who I am. But during that time, I was just running from um a lot of things. You know, like I didn't know my self worth. Like I, I was a, I was a great person, you know. But where where we, where we come from, like who I was, wasn't really like you know. That's not something people really applaud as much, you know. Like I was a, I was a 4.0 GPA student going to Cornell, Columbia for the summer. Like I was going crazy, bro. Like I was really studying medicine at Cornell. Like I was going studying electrical engineering at Columbia. I made like a video game that I showed to the White House, bro. Like I was doing some crazy things. Um, but at the same time, like all those things are great. I, I was also like desperate to get a girlfriend, you know. Like and doing like things that just really did show that like, I didn't love myself enough. Um, so it was a rough time Like I ended up in the hospital twice bro And it was rough um, And a lot of people I say this a lot But it was rough A lot of people gave up on me um, Wow No one wants to really deal with a person Who's in and out the hospital You know they like A lot of people thought I was crazy um, But I just didn't, really didn't know How to ask people for help um, At all You know And we're not taught that You know So I can't blame anybody Like mm -hmm. we're, ne we're not really taught To have open discussions And dialogue And talk about things You know like We're, we're I thought I was supposed to look cool and sit in the corner, you know, like, yo, I'm good. Um, so I took all of it, and I wasn't, I didn't know how to tell people what was going on, and it got real bad. Um, and the second time I got out the hospital, it was just, like, I had no friends. Like, my, my best friend at the time, like, said, like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Wow. And, um, you know, I didn't come from the streets, so I didn't have, like, people there to, to look out for me. I didn't, my dad was gone. I didn't know my family. All I had was my mom, my grandma, and my best friend was gone. So to me, like, a lot of people be like, oh, like, that's crazy. But to somebody like me, that was the end of the world, bro. Like, that's all I had. So when it was gone, it was like, I bugged out, you know. Um, and that trailed into me going to, to um, I started producing around that time. And then I went to college, already depressed and messed up. And um, mm. it got bad. I was in college. I had a lot of um, angry bouts. I was breaking things, you know. It was, it was real bad, bro, you know. And I, I hate it because I don't, want, I don't want people to think, like, my story is like a dropout Turn music producer I want people to see like Yo It was a person that not Needed help And yeah. like I had no choice Like I had to do What I had to do You know um, So yeah And I was And I was going to a great school I was I was a, Like everything was great On the outside looking in You know But there's a lot um, that, that people don't talk about You yeah. know So A lot of us come from The same like backgrounds and, and households as me And we hold a lot of stuff in Dude <laughs> We hold a lot of stuff in yeah. For real um, And I, I'm just An example of a person That like I, I, I refuse to let it consume me like, there's times where I could just sit back, smoke all day, and be like, I don't care no more, like, you know. And we feel like that. A lot of people feel like that sometimes. But I'm like, nah, I got to get back up. I got to get back up. As you should, man. I got to uh, get up. Just last-minute question, man. Yeah. I, you, you, you mentioned something, and I really want you to go ahead and define this for me. But you said you didn't understand who you were back then. Do you understand who you are now? Um, a bit better. Um, I would say I'm, I'm, like, a little bit halfway there now. Okay. Um, I'm starting to like. I I'm glad that I understand like who I am as a person, but now it's figured out. Like, I don't know. I'm getting older. Like my purpose in life, you know. Like, do do yeah. I do I really like if I want to commit myself to music for the rest of my life? How is that going to look? Mm. You know, because now I'm in a certain position. I got to do things differently. I'm not just a producer like that's just starting, and I forget that a lot. You know, like even the other day when I said I was retiring, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> yeah, really, sorry about that, guys. Like, but they like, were on your ass yeah, about oh that. Oh my god, bro, that. it was over. It was over. But that was an example of me like not realizing, like, yo, bro, like I really did some crazy things. Like I have some crazy accomplishments, bro, and like yeah. I, I sleep on myself a lot. You only twenty two. Yeah, man. yeah. So it's like I sleep on myself a lot, bro. So um, even working with Lil TJ, and that wasn't like a, a connection I had. That was over YouTube, bro. So that was just a YouTube beat that I just threw on YouTube, and it did what it did. You know. 
So even that is like crazy. So I, I just have to really sometimes take a step back and um just appreciate like everything I've done, you know. And that again, that all stems from like the past, just like trying to figure out who I was even back then. But now I'm getting to a point where like I'm happy with who I am so far. I just want to keep developing and growing, you know, the, on this on this path. Man, I couldn't have said it any better. Uh, yeah, Jabari on the beats. Yo, this was dope. Dang. This was fire, bro. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, no. thank you for the conversation. Uh, let them know where they can follow you on the on the socials, the socials yeah, yeah. and all that good stuff. Man, I keep it simple. It's Jabari on the beat um, on every social media platform you could think of: SoundCloud, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, whatever. It's the same thing. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't know which camera I'm looking at, but <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at this one. I right, bet it's Rap Cloud official interview. It's your boy Art, my man Jabari on the beats. Yo, don't leave me hanging, you. King. Only me. Oh. Yo, my That's my guy. Yo, thank you, Art. Nah, for sure. We'll see y'all, man. Peace.